Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue our Read Through the Bible in a Year plan. We're in the book of uh, 1 Thessalonians, and if you've got a Bible and it's handy, you can do this uh, open to chapters 4 and 5 of the book of 1 Thessalonians. Uh, here, uh, we're going to just ask you to read two chapters uh, today, and we looked at three yesterday, and with the two today, we complete uh, our reading of uh, this wonderful uh, and brief uh, epistle written from the Apostle Paul. Uh, here, uh, there's a tremendous amount of practical instruction related as to how the believer is to live. Uh, if you look there at chapter 4 and verse 3, uh, for many years this was uh, one of my uh, uh, pet sermons as I would get the occasion uh, to, to preach in uh, various uh, uh, places. And so uh, this was one of my go-to texts that we uh, uh, don't have to really be in doubt regarding the will of God. Uh, so many times we get hung up, does he want me to do this or not do that? And the different, uh, what we might call the subjective issues of, of life, the choices that, uh, that we must make. And uh, the, the truth is that we need to be sure that we understand and are obedient to this overarching uh, description and communication of the will of God, namely, that we be holy, uh, that we uh, abstain uh, from the gross sins of sexual immorality, and that we live uh, self-controlled lives. And so a great word of, of advice that begins the section, uh, then the this uh, very uh, specific and very clear word related to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, found at the end of chapter 4 and the opening of chapter 5. And then the book closes with some uh, final words and, and even some very concise, very brief, uh, but very applicable uh, instructions related uh, to uh, how uh, the Christian should live. Uh, that is, uh, in chapter 5, verse 16, rejoice always. What, what a what a great verse just to take with you or a phrase to take with you today. We are to rejoice always. We are to pray uh, without ceasing. We are to give thanks in all circumstances. Uh, great uh, practical wisdom and admonitions for every believer of every generation. Well, let's turn our attention to uh, chapter 4, verse 13 for just a moment, and we'll read through the end of chapter 4. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope, for since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we who are alive and who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. First of all, there in verse 13, and then at the conclusion of the section we read, verse 18, we see uh, two admonitions that really frame the passage. We don't want you to be uninformed, or to say it in a positive 
way we want, I want you to know a certain uh, amount of information, a certain, uh, I want you to uh, be clearly informed as to certain truth, certain realities, in, in this case pertaining specifically to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And having been given this information, I want you to encourage one another with this information. Now, again, it is not uh, as, as though uh, it's information for information's sake. It is good news uh, regarding the promise of the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I have so often read this as we prepare to depart from a graveside and uh, that we should be always reminded and always encouraged and always comfort, comforted because we know the truth that for those who believe the placing of that body in the ground is not the final word. That Jesus himself uh, has that final word. That he will uh, again raise that body. And at the time that he raises the dead, uh, he uh, will be returning uh, with the believers who have indeed gone on ahead and are, are already with the Lord and in the resurrection those bodies will be reunited with those spirits and then those that are alive at the return of Christ will be snatched from the earth and I believe uh, transformed without death uh, from the mortal uh, to the immortal. And uh, as I usually note in, in saying something about the passage, uh, therein is your rapture. Uh, therein is uh, the snatching away of the people of God. I, it does not give any indication here if it proceeds or it follows uh, what sometimes is referred to the Great Tribulation. And so uh, while there are so many things about prophecy or eschatology that we find uh, places to disagree or at least say I'm not sure. We, we may have to wait and see how this plays out. We can be sure that God wants us to know that His Son will return, uh, that it will be sudden, uh, that it is certain, uh, that uh, uh, He will uh, reverse the curse of mortality for the living and the dead who have believed uh, in Him, that we will be clothed with this immortality and be no longer be subject uh, to the fallenness of this uh, world. And so in that, uh, we shall share with our Savior, just as He has been raised from the dead in a victory over death itself, uh, we too shall participate uh, with Him in that, on that great day. And so I know uh, that that is an encouragement for your day, and I pray that you are indeed encouraged, and you will encourage one another uh, with these words. We look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.